Chapter thirty nine of I, Mary MacLean by Mary MacLean. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Chapter thirty nine. Their little shoes. Tomorrow. Often in windy autumn nights, I lie awake in my shadowy bed and think of the children, the drab-eyed thousands of children in this America who work in coal mines and factories. Whenever I'm wakeful and the night is windy and my room is dark and I lie in aloneness, a long aloneness, centuries, then shadows come from far off world wildnesses and float and flutter dimly unhappy around my bed. They tell me tales of shame and tame petty hopelessness and trifling despair. And the one that comes oftenest is the one that tells of those drab-eyed children distances from here But very immediate who work in coal mines and factories I read about them in magazines and newspapers But they aren't then one one hundredth so real as when their shadow floats as close to me in the windy autumn night Once in Pennsylvania. I saw a group of children very drab in the eyes and very thin in the necks and legs who worked in a mill their look made its imprint in my memory and more in my flesh and it comes back as if it were the only thing that mattered as i lie wakeful in the windy night the children unconscious and smiling their small decayed smiles they are living and being crushed between greed and need as between two murderous millstones their frail flesh and their little brittle bones their voices and their pinched insides the sweet, vague, childish looks which belong in their faces are squeezed and crunched by two millstones, squeezed, squeezed, till their scrawny, fledgling bodies are dry, breathless, and are gasping, strangling, striving frightfully for life, and still are slowly, all too slowly, dying between two millstones. If it were their own greed or their own need, but it's the greed of fat people and the need of their own warped gaunt parents betwixt the two the children meet home-like hideous ruin Placidly they are cheated and blighted and blasted placidly and with the utmost domesticness The most darkling luminous thing about the drab-eyed children is that they never weep They talk among themselves and smile their little dreadful decayed smiles, but they don't weep when they walk, it's with a middle-aged gait. When they eat their noontime food, it's as grown people do, with half-conscious economic and gastronomic consideration. They count their Tuesdays and Wednesdays with calculation as workdays, which should be childishly wind-swetly free, which is all of less weight than the heavy fact that they never weep. They reckon themselves fairly fortunate with their bits of silver in yellow envelopes every Saturday, they are permitted to keep a bit of it each child a bit for herself or himself so that on sunday afternoons they lose themselves for precious hours watching charlie chaplin many pink-faced inconsequent children whose parents nurture them and guard them and eternally misunderstand them are less worldlily lucky but the pink-faced children often weep loudly foolishly like puppies and snarling furry cubs and wet sweet salt tears of proper childishness are round and bright on their cheeks and lashes It's a sun-washed blessedness for them 
they're impelled and allowed to weep but the drab eyes shed no tears they know no reason why they should there's no impulse for soft liquid grief in the murderous philosophy of two grinding millstones and there's no time the lives of the work children move on fast their very shoes are ground between the millstones their little shoes are heartbreaking the millstones grind many things along with little little shoes of children germs of potent splendid humanness that might grow bigly american in heroic ways or insane round honesty germs that might grow into brave barbaric beauty or warm wistful sweetness germs that would grow into lips blooming tender and fragrant as jonquils or into minds swimming with lyrics what is strongly lasting and glorified in the forlorn divine human thing crumpled twisted forever when millstones grind children's little poor shoes the young drab eyes are endlessly betrayed their very color thieved there's no reason why they should weep but there's a far-blown sound as if ten thousand bad and good worldly eyes were weeping in their stead with a note in it careless compassionate and jadedly menacing i seem to hear it in the wakeful windy night and i hear no world music pouring out of small throats of work children shrill with woe and joy the sound they make is a dumb sound for they never weep a ghost wail of partly dead children borne lowly across this mixed world on a stale hellish breeze end of chapter thirty nine